This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. The Supreme Court argued the case of Alabama's new redistricting plan. And the question that came up is, do you have to require racial discrimination to come up with a fair redistricting plan? Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So uh, lay out the case. How did this get to the Supreme Court, Rob? Well, this case comes from Alabama, where they have seven congressional districts, and the legislature has the power to draw the map when they redistrict every 10 years after the census. Alabama's legislature is uh, controlled by Republicans, and they drew a map, which, like the maps that were drawn after 2000 in the 2010 census, uh, has one district out of seven, which is majority-minority, in other words, majority African-American. The plaintiffs in this case argued that because African-Americans constitute 27 percent of the population of Alabama, two of the districts out of seven should be majority minority, not just one of the districts. And they persuaded a federal district court judge and a three judge panel of the Court of Appeals that they were right. However, uh, the Supreme Court on a five to four vote temporarily blocked that three judge ruling and uh, said that, nope, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to review this. And of course, this week held the argument on whether or not this map that only has one majority minority district in it in Alabama violates the Voting Rights Act. Now, the conservative justices were concerned that in order to achieve this goal of getting two districts that had a majority of black voters, you had to draw some pretty wiggly lines. I mean, what does that lead to? The allegation was that this was, in fact, uh, it was racist in its own way, trying to to carve out these these two, well, salamander-like districts. Yeah, in fact, you know, we use this phrase uh, gerrymandering or gerrymandering to refer to a practice that is associated with an old Massachusetts governor back in the 1800s, you know, where you draw the map uh, in a peculiar way to pick up as many of the voters as you want in a particular district. You know, when the Voting Rights Act was adopted, the idea was to prevent uh, poll tests, for example, Mm -hmm. or poll taxes. Later, the Supreme Court ruled, and in fact, this happened as early as 1969, that vote dilution also violates the Voting Rights Act, apparently because vote dilution is viewed as an abridgment of the right to vote based on race. So vote dilution means you divide up you know, the African-American votes in a way that uh, they can't achieve a majority in any one district. Or in Alabama's case, the argument is, you know, they get one district, but they really ought to have two. So who's going to win here? Well, two of the justices, Justice Gorsuch and uh, Justice Thomas, apparently believe that redistricting shouldn't be considered a factor in any Voting Rights Act case, that the Voting Rights Act was really aimed at preventing specific methods of blocking votes, like but like poll taxes or mm-hmm. literacy tests. Gorsuch and Thomas view themselves as originalists. They would say, if the Voting Rights Act is amended to expressly include vote dilution by redistricting, then okay. But wait a second. 
Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson says, if you want to be originalist, go back to the 14th Amendment, was, which was expressly <laughs> written to make sure that black people were right. represented. Um, I don't think that the historical record establishes that the founders uh, believed that race neutrality or race blindness was required. Right. They drafted the Civil Rights Act of 1866, which specifically stated that citizens would have the same civil rights as enjoyed by white citizens. It's a good argument. I, I, I admire the way she took an approach that the conservatives have been using recently, you know, which is to go back and say, well, what, what, what were they doing in the 19th century? Uh, <laughs> we, we shouldn't go beyond that. And she's saying, let's let's not go. We don't need to go beyond that. We know what the 14th and 15th Amendments were designed to prohibit and who they were trying to protect. And when you look at the Jim Crow era, there's no question that uh, there were lots of steps taken to disenfranchise black voters, uh, particularly in southern states. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thanks very much. Thanks, Dave.